It's July 12th, 2022, and this is your DSR Daily Brief. I'm Grant Haver. And I'm Chris Kotnor. Our top story today, the Ukrainian Navy posted on their Facebook account that at the appeal of the Ministry of Infrastructure of Ukraine, the Navy of the Armed Forces of Ukraine joined at least eight foreign ships to assist with the export of Ukrainian agricultural products via the Danube-Black Sea River. They said that this route was only made possible by the liberation of Snake Island, as the island is of strategic importance. They finished the post by saying that despite the Russian aggression, our country continues to do its best to solve the problem of world hunger. Earlier today, the European Council decided to provide 1 billion euros of additional macro-financial assistance to Ukraine, together with the emergency MFA of 1.2 billion euros dispersed earlier this year. The total macro-financial support from the EU to Ukraine since the start of the war now reaches 2.2 billion euros. It is expected to increase further in the coming months. The Council also said that the EU budget will exceptionally cover the interest rate costs arising from the MFA in the form of a loan, thereby limiting the impact on the financial sustainability of the country. This way, the EU will provide additional financial relief to Ukraine and contribute to improving its public debt substantially. The EU will arrange a loan with a long maturity in order to provide as long a period as possible for Ukraine to return to growth, reconstruct its economy in line with its European aspirations, and maximize the chances of full repayment. A U.S. official has said Iran plans to supply Russia with potentially hundreds of drones for its war in Ukraine, some with combat capabilities. White House National Security Advisor Jake Sullivan said that information received by the U.S. suggested Iran was preparing to train Russian forces to use the drones. Mr. Sullivan added that intelligence received by the U.S. supported the view that Russia's assault on eastern Ukraine was, quote, coming at a cost to the sustainment of its own weapons. It is unclear whether the drones have already been delivered. Elsewhere, Boris Johnson's premiership will end on September 6 under a timetable agreed to on Monday evening by Conservative Party bosses. The UK Prime Minister is set to step down from his role in eight weeks' time after a new Tory leader is elected in a ballot of party members ending September 5th. Johnson's anointed successor is likely to take over as Tory leader and UK Prime Minister the following day. Nominations for the leadership will open and close on Tuesday. Tory leadership hopefuls will need to have secured the support of 20 of their MP colleagues by close of play Tuesday to make it onto the ballot paper ahead of the first vote among the Tory MPs the following day. U.S. President Joe Biden will meet with his Mexican counterpart today to discuss ways to stem Mexican migrant crossings as arrests at the U.S.-Mexico border reached their highest levels in over a decade. Mexican President Andres Manuel López Obrador announced the meeting in Washington last month, just ahead of the U.S.-hosted Summit of the Americas in Los Angeles. 
which he shunned because it excluded some left-leaning authoritarian Latin American countries. Lopez Obrador said on July 6th there was a grave shortage of workers in the United States and that he would seek to find a fix with Biden in the interests of both countries during the visit, his second to Washington since Biden took office. AMLO's interior minister last month said the United States had agreed to offer 300,000 work visas with about half for Mexicans and the rest for Central Americans. The U.S. government has not confirmed the numbers, but if accurate, they would still be far short of migrant flows currently crossing the border. South Africa is reeling in shock from a spate of weekend bar shootings in which armed men burst into three taverns and opened fire indiscriminately, killing 21 people in total. The worst was in Johannesburg, Soweto Township, in which 15 people were killed and several others seriously injured when several men charged into a bar and started shooting with an AK-47 semi-automatic rifle late Saturday night. Regional and ethnic rivalries, an organized crime extortion ring, competition between bar owners, and political enemies are all possible motivations for the shootings, say analysts. It's not known if the shootings are linked. A weekend of political chaos in Sri Lanka stretched into Monday, with opposition leaders yet to agree on replacements for embattled President Gotabaya Rajapaksa and his prime minister, whose residences remain occupied by protesters angered by the country's economic collapse. Leaders of two opposition parties held talks Monday, but could not agree on their choices for president and prime minister. Rajapaksa has said he will step down on Wednesday, according to the Speaker of Parliament. The protesters have vowed to stay until the resignations are official. Japan on Tuesday said farewell to Shinzo Abe, a polarizing figure who dominated politics as the country's longest-serving premier before being gunned down at a campaign rally last week. Crowds packed pavements lined with a heavy police presence as the hearse-carrying Abe, who died at age 67, departed from a central Tokyo temple on a procession through the city. The funeral procession passed through the capital's political heart of Nagatacho, where hundreds had lined up in front of the parliament building Abe first entered as a young lawmaker in 1993. Tributes have poured in from international leaders, with U.S. Secretary of State Antony Blinken making a brief stop en route to the United States from Southeast Asia on Monday morning to pay his respects. In lighter news, South African police have arrested a man after intercepting a minibus taxi carrying 21 sheep suspected to have been stolen. They said preliminary investigations showed the bus ran out of fuel as the occupants traveled from Kuruman in Northern Cape, where the livestock were allegedly stolen. The suspect was arrested after failing to account for possession of the sheep, and the vehicle was impounded, the police added. The suspect is up on charges for being a bad man. That's all the news we have for you today. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe so that more people can find the show. If you have a tip, topic, or correction you'd like to flag for us, please email us at daily at thedsrnetwork.com. 
Members of the DSR Network will receive an evening newsletter version of the DSR Daily Brief and bonus weekend briefs. Last weekend, we spoke with Akil Berry, who is the Director of South Asia Initiatives at the Asia Society Policy Institute about the crisis in Sri Lanka. Go to the DSRnetwork.com and become a member to make sure you never miss any of our analysis. If you want more in-depth discussion of these issues, be sure to follow the links in the show notes to read our sources and tune into Deep State Radio today to hear David Rothkoff and Rosa Brooks talk with Clive Priddle and Max Bergman about Boris Johnson's ouster and the aftermath of the NATO summit. Stay safe and stay tuned to the DSR Daily Brief.